the reality of it all is kind of sucks. Welcome to Tea with Kehoe. I live in one room with a good view of the wall I make cups of tea and wander in the hall I sit on my bed and cut my fingernails I try on a shirt that I bought as a jungle Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good whenever you happen to be listening Welcome to Tea with Kehoe I am Kehoe I have my tea with me but I don't have my weed with me. And that's the problem. You see, apparently, I have developed cannabinoid hypermenosis syndrome. I don't believe I'm pronouncing that second word right. I've tried nine different times to remember it and say it right, and I probably screwed it up there. But, uh, CHS, it's called. And apparently, I have it. And it is a marijuana-based thing. Um, If you're unfamiliar, uh, it causes users, and this is daily, long-time users, which is myself. I have been using daily for, God, 30 31 years when I was like I think like 19 or 20 when I first smoked pot for the first time and I've basically been smoking daily ever since and the reasons why have changed over time when I was younger of course it was for that euphoric feeling um, now I don't smoke in any capacity to do that uh, my tolerance has risen or has risen to such a level where for say an average person who made a who may occasionally smoke weed they'd smoke one bowl and they would feel all the euphoric effects and would really get high and that would hit them for myself i would probably have to smoke 3 just because i have you know drinkers they can drink a 12 pack of beer and not feel a thing because you know they've built up that tolerance that's what i have done i've built up that tolerance uh edibles very rarely work for me in, in, unless i get a lot of it uh so i don't smoke pot on a regular basis daily basis to get high to get baked man and i use it to keep sane I mean, it helps me get through shit. Uh, I know many people who have been prescribed drugs for problems that they have or things that they go through, and the drugs that are given them help them get through what they need. It helps them get past the anxieties, the the depression, the sadness, all these things. It helps regulate them into a better place that's what pot does for me it helps regulate me to a better place the only difference is when you talk to a person who has been prescribed uh their medicine we all say and rightfully so 
They're getting the help they need. This is great. Good for you. I hope it works. But when I do that, I'm a stoner, dude. All you want to do is get high all the time, huh? No. No, I don't want to get high all the time. I don't need or want to be high all the time. But I do need some help regulating me. And I have found through my time on this planet dealing with me what works for me. And I thought I had a great regimen of medication and of, you know, taking care of myself. There were times when I would smoke more or less in a day, but I was always smoking. And never was it a problem until about two years ago, maybe, when it really started to become noticeable. And I guess one time it happened, it, it might even be, be, be more, it might even be three or four years, I don't even know, because for a while I might have thought I just had got a flu bug. Ah, I caught a bug. Felt sick one day, my stomach hurt, I puked a little bit, must have had a bug, a 24-hour bug. Cool. How often did that happen before I started to put things together? A lot, apparently, because Cheryl helped me put it together. She started notating and taking notes on when I would get sick and what would happen. And it was like every three months or so, I would have a day where I just feel like hell. And I puke and I take a bunch of showers, which helps. Surprisingly, that is one of the things that is uh, a thing that helps this syndrome is taking hot showers. Because the heat, uh, for some reason, helps. And apparently, capsation, uh, a capsation, or yeah, I think that's it. Uh, you know, the stuff that makes peppers hot. A cream rubbed on the belly will help because that heat also helps. But apparently, THC not only attack, attaches itself to parts of your brain, but it attaches itself to parts of your gut. And I did not know this. And in, you know, reading and trying to figure it out, I've learned that, you know, this is a thing. And it's rare. They say it's rare, which kind of fucking sucks. Because if it's rare, how did I get it? Why did I, why me? The guy who wrote 420 the Musical, the, you know, the guy who smokes pot and has a, you know, talks about it a bunch. No, no, I got, I got to, and the only way, the only way to stop going through this is just completely stop smoking altogether. Quit completely and I'll never have that problem again. So it seems relatively easy, but I don't think I can. I mean, I honestly don't think I can quit smoking altogether. Can I stop smoking every day? I'm going to have to give that a try. I'm going to give it a shot because I know I don't need it every day for, you know, regulation. I'm not at a point where I feel I need daily help, but it's, it's there and I smoke it and in the morning it'll help me, you know, wake up a little bit, but then I'm good. I don't need anything for the whole day. 
And then after work, I'll come home and be like, now I want a bowl. I looked at it as a guy comes home and having a beer. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. You know, and it felt good. And no, I wasn't getting baked. It just felt relaxed. I felt good. And if I had stress, bam, that helped. That helped take it away. If I was just angry at something, like some, you know, I know it's bad, but some dumb driver. I drive a lot for work, so I deal with a lot of stupidity, I feel, on a regular basis while driving. And maybe someone has, like, tweaked me, and I'm just, you know, stupid drivers. And I'll come home, I'll smoke that bowl, and I will... I will lose that. Now, could I lose that naturally? I should. But that's not how I am. I just can't let it go immediately. I got to, you know, work through it. Pot helped me work through it. Uh, and what sucks is I've had to give up a lot of other things in my life uh, <coughs> that I enjoy. Excuse me that I enjoy because of the effects they were having on me. I used to drink coffee all the time. There was, I was probably drinking three large cups at Tim Hortons on a regular basis, uh, you know, daily, you know, at least two morning, afternoon. Uh, and there, there were times it was morning, lunch, uh, after work, on the way home from work out to the bar on the way home from the bar. You know, it's like I would stop at Tim Hortons at three 30 in the morning after, you know, being out at the pink shooting pool all night, stop and get a large coffee, triple, triple drink it on the way home, then crawl into bed and go to sleep. It, you know, I just drank so much of it, but then through time I developed this incredibly chest burning heartburn and it was whenever I was drinking coffee and afterwards it would just burn and then I would stop for a little you know like not drink so much and it would go away but it never really went away so I stopped drinking coffee and it's been a few years now and every once in a while, Tim Hortons will screw up an order. I'll get a large tea. I'll get the cup. It's really hot. I'll put it down and I'll start driving. And then the smell will, will it's like, oh, crap. And they'd mistakenly given me a coffee. That's happened occasionally. Most of the times I have gone back and, re- and got it replaced. So, but sometimes I was too far out and I was going and I was miles and miles away and I don't got time to go back, so I would drink that coffee. But the point is, I basically, I I have quit drinking coffee because of the heartburn it gave me. I had to stop eating red sauce because of the heartburn it was giving me. My mother makes the best red sauce. My mother makes the best sauce. And it's one of my joys in life. Spaghetti dinner at mom's. I haven't had that in years a couple of reasons the heartburn thing and my mom's not making spaghetti dinner every weekend like she used to you know the family's not all around like 
like we used to be, and things are different. But that was one of my joys in life, was a spaghetti dinner, home cooked by mom. That was the best shit. And now I, I don't have pasta. I mean, I can have pasta, noodles. I, I, the pasta part of it is fine. It's the sauce. Had to basically give up soda. I mean, I still drink it. I still drink my birch beer, and I like Grape Crush. I don't like Pepsi much or Coke much. I will drink them if, if you know, if they're there. But I haven't given up soda yet. But I've had to cut it back a lot. And this now with the marijuana is just another thing I have to kind of quit. And I realize they're for good reasons. And the the heartburn that was killing me is, you know, I don't have that nearly as much as I had. I still get it. I still get heartburn a bunch. I take uh, chews, little, like, Tums chewables, and I get through it. But I know if I quit drinking the amount of tea I do and the soda and all the other things, I'd probably get rid of all that heartburn. But then I can never go back to it because it would probably come back. And I'm having that same little dilemma with weed. Because soda, coffee, pasta didn't help me in the way that pot does. The the dinners at mom's was just, you know, happiness. A coffee was just tasty. Now I find it kind of, kind of repulsive. But it was so tasty back then. And soda, I it's just so I don't know, when you're sort of raised with, you know, pop being available to you, you know, it's sort of like a thing. And I've cut it back so much, but it's still there. But not none of them could do what pot does. None of them made me calm down. None of that, you know, none of it made me look at things from a different perspective. None of it made me take a break and just be in the moment. That's where pot helped me. It would help me get to a point where I could focus and be in the moment. It would help me get to a point where I could relax and not be stressful. And I don't want to lose that. I don't want to lose that but I don't want to, you know, because I got sick Monday. And I woke up Monday morning at four in the morning, feeling like hell. And I puked and I felt like crap the whole day. Woke up at four in the morning on Tuesday, feeling tremendously better. I went about my day. I did my work. You know, I did, I did nothing Monday. No work, no nothing. Just laid in bed and took like five showers. That was my Monday. And I'm not, ta- I'm not talking like I hop in the shower for five minutes and this and that. No, I have, I have from my uncle who has sadly passed because of COVID, I had his uh, shower chair. 
he could sit in the shower and clean himself because he lost a leg to due to due to diabetes so he couldn't really stand up in the shower and the prosthetic leg he didn't have it at the time so he had a chair so i commandeered that chair just because i thought you know who knows you know turn it turns out it was a smart move i used that chair and i sit in the shower for 15 minutes 20 minutes varying the heat back and forth not soaping up and getting lathery and and clean I, that that's was done you know before that this is now just to sit and ease that feeling of pain in my gut but that was monday so tuesday i get up i go about my day doing everything fine and i do decide i'm gonna have a little bit you know a little foggy i think that'll help it actually does help clear the brain a little bit for me. So I'm like, I'll I'll have a few hits. I'll have a few, and fine. I was absolutely fine. I had a bowl of soup. I was had I had some Jello. I was feeling better. I was getting good. And then I made myself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich around like eight o'clock. So because I haven't eaten like the whole day. It's like all of Monday I did not eat. Most of Tuesday I did not eat. Uh. So the soup wasn't enough, and that was like in the afternoon. So now it's 8 o'clock. I'm kind of hungry, but I'm kind of not. It's like I need to eat. I know I need to eat. So I make a sandwich, peanut butter and jelly. Not a lot of peanut butter, not a lot of jelly. I don't overdo it. Just just get some food in my gut. And at the, by the time I got to the end of it, I was already starting to feel uncomfortable. And I was like, I'm going to go lay down for a minute. And I was in bed the whole rest of the night. Now, I was going to do a radio show. Uh, I do a thing on Station Head. It's a app where I host my own little radio show once a week called Tunes with Kehoe. And I play music and I talk about it and it's fun. And because I can't really do that well here, I do it there. And I was supposed to do that last night at 11, and I go for about like an hour or two, depending on what I got to talk about or what I, music I had to play. And so I went um, you know, I could not do that last night. I could not even get out of bed. And at like midnight, I was like, I hopped in the shower, and I sat in there for about 15 minutes. And went back to bed and woke up today absolutely fine. But I am not going to touch any pot today because I I just want to get over the feeling. Because I think I wasn't fully out of it when I hit the pipe again. And maybe that brought me back. I don't like the way I feel, so I'm trying to get past it. And every other time this has happened was one day long. And the very next day, I started smoking pot and was fine. So this may be an anomaly. This might be, you know, a sign of things to come. Who knows? But that's my thing. I apparently have developed CHS, and I don't like it. And the thing is, it's self-induced. It's self-brought on. It's like... I smoke pot, 
I have this. If I continue to smoke pot, I will continue to have this. So it's like most people would say, quit and you'll stop having these problems. And I think a lot of people would quit and not have these problems. Right now, I'm not that person. Right now, I am the guy who is going to try and figure out what makes this tick and how it affects me and how I can work with it. Because if it happens every three months where I get a day where I'm like, crap, I mean, that sucks. I wish, you know, if I slow down, will it maybe go six months or will it still be three months? You know, if I, you know, smoke only once on the week, you know, smoke only on the weekends, blah, blah, blah. Do how, how does it all affect? I don't know, but I'm not looking forward to the possibility of what happens if this gets worse, you know, right now some vomiting and it's not horrible. I, it's, it's not like I'm like so bad where it's just like violent, like, like vomiting. It's just clearing out my gut. And then my empty gut just aches the whole rest of the day. And after a while you got nothing else to, to get out. And so you just sort of, deal with an upset stomach and take and take some showers which is an easy remedy but i mean suppose we're out at you know suppose we're out of town and and something is going on and i get one of these days and we lose a day you know what if you know we're set to get married on August 21st. What if that happens to me? What if I wake up on the 21st feeling like shit? And, I, and I'm puking and I have an upset stomach. That would ruin everything. And that's my fear. So it's like February. So I've got like March, April, May. I might get sick in May if this is the case. June, July, August. It's set up. That's six months away. Am I going to get sick at our wedding? I don't know. I might have to quit for a while before the wedding just so I can guarantee that I'm not sick. But I don't know. If I stop smoking today, will it not come back in three months because of everything in my system? Uh, will it keep coming back? I mean, but they say when you stop smoking, it stops. Uh, so who knows, who knows what's going to happen with me? Who knows if I will stop? Who knows if I won't stop? I don't know. I don't even know the question the answers to those questions, but I do know. I mean, I haven't been to a doctor. I haven't tested myself out, uh, in any other way, but experience and repeated bouts and, the information I gathered from Cedar Sinai has um, informed me enough to make me believe that I have this. And now I have to deal with it. 
That's the worst part. And it's a rare thing. I'm so lucky to get it. You know, just so, so lucky. So I guess that's all I wanted to say today was uh, this. And thank you for hearing me out, listening to my lament. Because I'm right in the middle of it, and it's sort of driving me crazy. And I know the right thing to do. (laughs) But how often have I done the right thing? Enough. But that's not normally my MO. (laughs) Unfortunately. So we're just going to see how that goes. Wish me luck. I want to thank you all again for hanging out with me today. I know today wasn't probably the most enjoyable thing, but it's sort of what I'm going through right now. So it's what I'm talking about right now. Thank you again for hanging out. It's not about the tea. It's about the time spent. Thank you for spending your time with me. Go out into the world. Be joyous. Be love. Show kindness. Be nice to each other. I'll talk to you next week. Love you all. Bye.